0: run down there, John. Ernest, I still have time. He's almost up. Who's going to know the difference? You sure this is what you want to do?
1: 40 million, it's a lot of money. Not if you can't spend it, Boban!
0: This man right here puts the fear of God in He's him. almost up. Boban, stop. I mean, he's like instant buckets, man. Who's going to know the difference? It's fun to watch him play. Skilled giant. Never play with a guy like Boban. Maybe Shaq. In the flush! from the chimney of Kostelok. The BFG, the big, friendly giant. He didn't even jump to dunk that. That's crazy. Suddenly, It's Boban time. The biggest player in the National Basketball Association, Boban Marjanovic. He's 7'3", 290 pounds, a very big man.
1: Oh! And Boban gets a big dunk to get this round going.
0: Boban Marjanovic
1: from Serbia with love. He delivers another one of those tippy-toe dunks dunked it, flat-footed, he never left the ground, a big finish, Boban
0: with a blast inside. Well, Amagic is such a good passer because he can see over the top of anybody he plays against. Him. He can see over many buildings in right. Los Angeles. He he's <laughs> he bound. He he that just happened, by the way, Yeah, yep. hold on. Believe it or not. I don't know if anybody saw that thing, just
1: went off. Oh, Boban! Boban got to shoot it, good does it again! <laughs> oh, there's a little life in this build again Yes!
0: Bobby's got gigantic hand, size 20 shoes.
1: And feed against
0: Marjanovic.
1: A little heavyweight. Great defense by Bobon. Marjanovic, man, he didn't even really even have to move. Just reached out the hand and gets the block. Rifles
0: one inside to Bobon, who
1: flushes it in with the right hand. There's no
0: stopping Bobon. He gets the ball in the paint. Right in the chops. He has a budding movie career, so you better be careful here, Robot. The fans love him, the players love him, the ushers in the building love him, the ball boys love him, the announcers obviously love him. He is something Welcome, you are locked on to Boban Marjanovic. My name is Nick Angstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, who once laid eyes in person, Mark Cuban shooting hoops with Boban. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Man,
1: this is exactly what we needed. We needed a fun signing. This was I was texting people today, I'm like, we're all freaking out, and I, I get it. Boban is not, you know, Michael Jordan. But you stop it right there. I will stop myself because he, he could will be. Will
0: Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar rolled into one.
1: We are all in on Bobon. I am so excited for this. We, we're pushing all of our chips to the table. We are going to headline this push for him to be just everything here in Dallas. We, I mean... He is, I, I texted, I, I, text, I tweeted this out today, I've said, no matter how you feel about his talent or fit or anything, he equals content, and if you cover the Mavs, if you do podcasts, you're a Mavs fan or anything, you're going to enjoy Boban in Dallas, and man, I'm super pumped, he's gonna be, he's already a fan favorite, he's, I mean, he's just a fan favorite across the entire league. And now we get to enjoy him every day in Dallas, and I'm so excited to have him. It was a good, it was a,
0: it was a good replacement for the the, the craziness that we're gonna miss with Dirk. The videos, I'm sure they're still gonna play some of them. But can you imagine the videos that Dirk did? Boban now gets to take his place. There wasn't really a player that was gonna replace him in those. Like, what you know? What does the Fox say? Videos, you know, like those yes. like those kind of videos, or the uh, uh you know. What day is it? You know what day it is? Guess what day it is. You know, like those kind of videos. And I think Boban is now the guy to, to take that mantle. Luka might take the mantle on the court, but Boban will take it on the uh, on the green screen.
1: <laughs> the green screen. Um. Yeah, so I went back. I found this tweet from earlier in the season. It was actually April was 1st. Gold.
0: It was gold. And, that is
1: that is reporting right there, ladies and gentlemen. This man <laughs> has been working literal months on this. <laughs> um, and it was when I guess Philly, I guess he was a Philly or the Clippers at the time. I can't remember because he got traded in that Tobias yeah. trade. Um, anyway, he was in you know in town for the game, visiting and going through his pregame routine. And I was there super early, and Cuban was out on the court getting his normal shots in like he normally does three or four hours before tip off Cuban always takes his normal shot routine. And, and Boban walks out on the court and him and Cuban exchange this handshake and they talk for a second and they're smiling laughing. And then they engage in this three point shootout in this. And uh, that's when I took the video of it. And I was like, and I just, I just joked around like Cuban versus Boban and never knew, you know, knew that, <laughs> you know, months down the road that uh Bobon would be signing in Dallas and it's it's such a fun I going back to what I said at the very beginning, everybody's really tense right now. Mavs fans are super tense. If you can't enjoy the Bobon thing because you're still like mad about everything else, I'm sorry. But we gotta at least find something to have fun with and I'm not. It's your uh, fault. If you're not if you're <laughs> not having fun
0: with it, it's your fault.
1: <laughs> um it's my so, on it. it's just gonna be fun we have talked about this bullpen approach to the center position. Donnie Nelson brought, you know, was the first person to bring that up of how the center position yeah. is this. Bullpen yeah, this is thing. not
0: our idea. I think if we had our decision, we would want to play Porzingis at the five, right? Like that's I think how how we would both want to run to an it.
1: extent. Yeah, to an extent because I, I'm not the biggest fan of Roland Porzingis down low banging at all times at the five spot. But so this, this is um, not
0: like our idea. So I feel like some people have been saying like, Oh, lockdown maps. They've been, you know, championing this idea of the, you know, the rim roller and Porzingis at the four, a defensive five and an offensive four. That that's Donnie Nelson's thing.
1: That's, y- yes, we got that, that from when, the team. When, when I did that story with uh Ronzoni and Donnie yeah. back last year and we talked about the center position. It was going into the draft, the draft with um, Bamba and all those guys, Wendell Carter. And I, I just asked how they approached the center spot, and he brought that up. He was talking about Golden State and how you almost have to have these uh, the the rim rollers. You got to have the banger. You got to have the guy who can stretch. You know, stretch the floor. And it's this. If you're unfamiliar with baseball and the sport of baseball. You know, baseball has like a starting pitcher, and then as the game goes along, uh, when you get into the late innings, as the at the towards the end of a baseball game, you start they start bringing in these relievers, uh, the the bullpen of pitchers. There you have, might have a, a lefty and a righty, and then there's a closer and uh, a guy who might specialize in a certain pitch, and it, it's more of like matchup based at that point in baseball. And so now this center spot alongside KP. You have Dwight Powell, who's back on the extension. He's your rim-rolling athletic guy who they really like you have Maxi, who will probably be a more of a backup to, uh, to KP at the four, uh, but he can stretch the floor and, you know, still, you know, provide defense at the five spot too. And now you bring in Bobon as we've been talking about how you needed the banger. You need, they, that's what they were missing in that bullpen center rotation is you got to have somebody that you can throw down there and, and bang against the big guys. And, um, Nobody literally is bigger than Bobon. Let's let they went out and they
0: got the biggest guy, right? They <laughs> you have to find a banger and they went out
1: and found the biggest banger. <laughs> Shouts <laughs> movie star, he was literally just in the in the last John Wick three movie, as you heard at the uh, beginning. That's what that audio
0: is from, by the way. That's John, that's John Wick. And and uh, what was his name in the movie?
1: He said it, I can't he remember said it in the audio. It's Ernest? actually at the very beginning, very beginning Ernest. of the movie, Ernest. That was his name. Welcome, welcome, Keanu Reeves to Lockdown Mavericks podcast. We know you're probably a Mavs fan now since you you like Boban. Uh, so welcome to uh, Keanu Reeves is now MFFL. Yes, but uh, it's just I, I'm super I'm super pumped for to have
0: Boban in Dallas. It's exciting. Uh, it's fun, and there's gonna be a lot of fun videos going forward. The content is gonna be fun. If you haven't yet, and even if you're not on Twitter, go look at. At Locked On Maps, just just go take a peek. Just go take. I think it's worth it. Just go take a peek at, at Locked On Mavs right now, and uh, see what you find over there. So locked locked on Boban. <laughs> and so, uh, Boban is is here. We're gonna talk about that. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Kawhi thing a little bit. Uh, and then there was a Kevin Love trade scenario poised by Zach Lowe on uh, the Get Up, which is um, was is was being played at like five p.m. today for some reason. So. Um, and then we're going to get into the Southeast division. That's the Miami heat, the magic, the Hawks, the Hornets and the wizards, two of the most like decrepit franchises right now in that division. So we're going to talk about the moves that they made talk about, um, how that may affect the Mavs and so on and so forth. So, um, the first question about, about the Boban signing, that doesn't have to do with him is what does this mean for Salah measure? He was in the practice facility yesterday you wonder if that means they're you know trying to bring him back, or they were saying, "Hey, like we're bringing this we're bringing this guy in, and uh, somehow he's even taller than you, and so <laughs> now we only need one of those guys." So I don't know. Um, my guess is that he might still come back. I mean, why not?
1: Yeah. So, if you look at the roster right now, like. 99% I thought for sure Salah was going to be back. Everything that I'd heard, Salah, I thought Salah was going to be back. You saw him in the practice facility. Salah's big buddies with Luca, and still very well could. I know Brad Townsend uh, tweeted out today and said it's not looking likely from what he's hearing yeah. that Salah could be back after the Boban thing. But I think you do have to go back to what we've brought up over the past few days of there's only so many spots in the roster. So look at it right now. Uh, of the players that are have verbally agreed to contracts, these are the players under contract. Seth Curry, Brunson, J.J Barea, Hardaway Jr., Courtney Lee, Brokoff, Luca, Justin Jackson, Doran Finney Smith, Porzingis, Maxi, Dwight Powell, Bobon. That's 13 players right there that are officially under contract of when this new you know season begins. That's 13, okay? That's not counting. You know, Isaiah Roby, the second-round pick, which they could do whatever they want to at that. Could they turn him into a – so you can have 15 players and then you go up to 17 players – for your two way you your two way spots, which right now is still Costas and Daryl Macon. But they could also they could always put Isaiah Roby in one of those spots. So they could put yep. uh the Josh Reeves Exhibit ten contract in two of those two way spots and play around with that. So anyway, they can bring 13, Ding back and put Ding in a two way spot. Ding. Ding. Or or Baba. And but there's thirteen players under contract right now. That's that is still factoring in that we have twenty two million dollars in cap space. So let's just say they get Danny Green. That takes you to fourteen. You only have one more spot at that point. Are you gonna put it on another seven foot three center in Salah? We have the two tallest players in the NBA right now in Bobon and Porzingis. You bring in Salah, you have three of the tallest players. The
0: three tallest
1: in the NBA. And you know, KP can obviously roll some at the four and five. And he can, but obviously Bo, Bobon is just a five and a one. But you have to, you have to ask yourself. He's a five and a one. <laughs> <laughs> point yeah, can
0: joking. we over? So we we don't get point Sala anymore. Maybe, but we can get point
1: Bobon. I'm just, I'm just saying. Maybe Rick Carlisle got on his burner on Twitter and saw everybody making the jokes about him over the past few years about running this small point guard lineups and he's like, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna get the big I'm thing. all right. I'm gonna roll the biggest lineup out there now. Only the OG locked on the,
0: the day one listeners will remember the giraffe gaff lineup. Giraffe. That was the first that,
1: that was the first time. You would need a you need a better nickname now for if they if we ever got a lineup of Salah, Boban, and KP on the floor at the same time I don't even know what we'd call it. Tweet us. Tweet us of what you would call that that lineup because I would love to get on off numbers for the three man lineup of Salah, KP and Boban. I'm not <laughs> but, even gonna tweet that out just for just for fear of people be like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, but no, I give you the roster things because it does play in Salah and does it make sense? logistically or not logistically, but does it make sense, you know, roster building wise to bring Salah back when you might want that 14th, 15 spot. I mean, if they get Danny green and then use the, um, let's just say Marcus Morris, there's 15 guys right there. Done. That's all the players you can have, but that is guaranteeing Ron broke off a spot. Yeah. That is with Courtney Lee still on, you know, on the roster. That expiring contract, which they could stretch and get more money, and that that would open up a spot too. So if they're
0: going to get Marcus Morris and Danny Green, they might have to stretch Courtney Lee to get to that money. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, very true. It's not like there's a lot of money left, but one of these teams is going to strike out. One of these LA teams is going to strike out on on uh, Kawhi. There's just only one Kawhi. So, and if Danny Green isn't thinking about the Clippers, then. And if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, the Lakers can't bring in Danny Green. So, like, he's either going back to Toronto or he's coming to Dallas. And then what does that do for Marcus Morris? Now, <laughs> now if you want to get both of those guys, you might, have, you might have one bidder, right? You might have Lakers or Clippers bidding for one of those guys or both.
1: For sure. That's a – you know, I think if Danny Green goes to Dallas or uh, Toronto, especially if Kawhi goes to Toronto, I think Marcus Morris uh, – I feel like you could almost put it in yeah. a bag that he's a Laker. Um, but Marcus Morris is still, you know, is a, a pretty dang good player. And I would love to have him in Dallas. But but back to Boban, Really quick, do you want to say anything about his fit and what type of role you would expect of him? I just want to know what size shoes he wears. That's what I want to know. Oh, I'm so I'm here for all this content. I my my objective this season, is to get my own picture of my hand. hand. On, up, yes, I gotta get my own. They should just line up media and say, hey, for media day, <laughs> just, each media person gets their own, and he, he just has hand booth. sanitizer. He gets and, a booth. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a booth. Everybody gets a picture with Boban. And what I've heard is he's just a great guy, yeah. and like he's just a blast to have around. Now, we have to have a moment, and Twitter broke your heart today with Toby and Bobby, And that it's done. This is my other question. It,
0: Who's at fault for breaking up Bobby and Toby? Is it the Mavs for stealing away Bobon and giving him more money than the Sixers could give him? Or is it the Sixers for just not offering him the money to begin with? I Who is at
1: fault? The, I think it's Philly. Wow. Because I think Horford should get majority of those back up five minutes to, to Embiid, in my opinion. Can't believe Philly would do that. And it's it's important to remember too. You know, Boban gets this two-year, seven million dollar contract. His his money can fit into the exception. So it is the room Yeah. Okay. Once once again, this confuses people. That won't. That wouldn't count towards the cap. So. That's how you know, some people are seeing this and be like, how can we sign Maxi and Dorian and Bobon <laughs> and still have our 22 million in cap? Well, it just you just got to see it. Sometimes play out, I so. wonder
0: if people are ask people ask those questions to, for the maps to be like, oh dang, we forgot, like <laughs> we forgot <laughs> that we we can't do that. So dang, we'll have to undo this. <laughs> yeah, to have our cap space. But yeah, there's all kinds of exceptions, and I we've made tons of ca- I've specifically made tons of cap errors. Uh, this this postseason or this uh, off seasons. there's so many different exceptions and things. But uh, Jeff Siegel said that
1: this is probably going to be the room exception. So, yeah, he'll fit into that. And, you know, what will what will Boban give you? He will give you uh, an extreme rebounding presence. He will give you the biggest body in the NBA. To get down there and bang against some of these guys. When you have uh Christophs Porzingis, who I know he's been in the weight room, but he's still you know fairly skinny. When you have Porzingis and Dwight Powell and they're trying to bang down low against you know, we use Embiid a lot, but like Embiid, or let's say Jonas Valanciunas is just tearing us up on the boards. And, you know, it has like 16 boards at freaking halftime or something. You're like, we need somebody just to get in there and grab a board. You put Bobon in. I don't, you'll never see Bobon probably log more than 20 minutes a game, if that. You'll probably see him, you know, ten to twelve. I think we'll get
0: we'll get one Boban game, like we get one Salah game a year, right? Like we'll yeah. get one game where we'll play twenty five minutes and get like eighteen boards, and people will be like, "Why doesn't he play all the time?"
1: You know, like we get one Salah game a year where it's like that. I feel like we'll get a Boban game too. But he, he, he's super skilled, you know. He, he can he has touch. He's got a decent little shot and he stretched out from the three in the playoffs, this past season. he was hitting a bit. all these jumpers.
0: I mean, he got played off the floor obviously, but that's the playoffs. It's a little different than, you know, regular season. So, uh but yeah, he does have a little jumper. He's got a touch. He's not a terrible free throw shooter. He's like 70, you know, almost up to 80 some seasons percent from the free throw line. So, there's uh he, some positives for sure.
1: Yeah, and it's important to remember too it's a, it's a part of the bullpen yeah. approach that we said that he is not he's not gonna log a ton of minutes come to playoffs. There's gonna be games if you if you get to the playoffs in which he's not gonna be able to see the floor much. But he gives you that reliever type pitcher yeah. to where if you get into the playoffs, you get into a matchup, and you're going against a Nurkic in Portland, you know, or go bear, and you're like, Man, we just can't do anything with him. That's when a Bobon that you bring him off the bench for ten to fourteen yeah. minutes, you know, a night or- and Banks like, in a quarter, Carlisle just says,
0: Gobert is just killing us. We need five minutes right now. I need five yes. minutes from you to go out there and just, like, and shut down Gobert or to just grab a couple rebounds. Like, help us get some of these rebounds away from Gobert and, you know, and those guys. So th- that's the kind of change of pace. And it gives you a different look. You can throw out different guys. I mean, you can go huge with Porzingis and Boban.
1: If I'm here for all of those men I just want to see that. Um <laughs> That would be Twin Towers times eighteen. I mean, that is the 7-3 guys hit the lineup. Uh, talking about the the tallest lineup. I mean, even if even let's just say you roll with Luca as your as your point yeah. quote point guard with two Dorian wings at the two, so that's six eight. Like Justin Jackson. Wow. Just and, yeah, six eight and over lineup, one, which is almost one which is
0: almost what the Sixers are starting right now.
1: For sure. Yeah, with Ben Simmons, and them. One synergy stat for Bobon. Yes. Bring, wait, wait. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's tease this. One
0: awesome Bobon synergy stat that you have to hear, that you'll have to tell everyone at work today. Coming up next. All right, Isaac, hit us with it. The one synergy Bobon stat.
1: I'm ready. My body is ready. You want ready. to feel. You want to feel extra extra nerdy today. My analytical like, mind is ready to receive. You have that person next to you in the cubicle. It's like I thought I saw Dallas sign a guy yesterday, and you're like, "Yeah, I yeah, signed that
0: guy from the John Wick movie."
1: <laughs> they did, and you know what? You want to sound? You want to go like a little bit? You know what? Boban, he's going to help him tremendously on the offensive board because we need somebody to get offensive rebounds and put it back up. Did you know that Boban? is in the 96th percentile with an excellent rating on Synergy in offensive rebound putbacks, scoring at a 1.45 points per session in offensive boards. Pretty much if he gets the board uh, off an offensive and rebound. he gets to attempt to put it
0: back, he, it'll go back.
1: He is tiptoeing and dunking it on your face. And I'm all here for it. So make sure you uh, tell people how good of an offensive rebounder he is and how he's just going to dominate down low on people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So. I haven't bought a Mavs jersey in oh, a while. Wait. And I'm debating okay. I'm debating on if,
0: it. If if you buy a Mavs jersey though that says Boban. You want it to say Boban and not Marjanovic, right?
1: Uh no. I'd be down for
0: my. I think odds. I would want mine to say Boban if I'm going that route.
1: <laughs> I don't I just want to hit, I I'm going to make my push so hard with the Mavs media department that an in in-game uh, marketing that you know how they had the little handheld faces for Luca and Dirk last oh, year? Do a hand? That, well, we no, we need one of, of, of Bobon's face. Yes. We desperately need it. They can also do you know how they do like the
0: Lion King cam, the Titanic cam? Do a hand cam and put Bobon up there with his hand. And
1: yes. And people put their
0: hands up to try and match it.
1: <laughs> I also am going to make a push that Bobon should be on the augmented reality board downtown.
0: Wow. Like, a really big building. What's the building with the green, uh, like, piping that's neon?
1: The Reunion Tower? No, 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 not Reunion I, Tower. Reunion I can't remember what it's building.
0: called.
1: Yeah, I think it, it might be the Chase Building. I get them all mixed up now. Somebody's screaming, at,
0: oh, my gosh, you don't know the skyline. If someone's in it right now. They're like, I work there. The Bank of America <laughs> Plaza Building. That's why I never remember it because it's freaking oh, okay. sponsored. Um. They should put it there. They should just put a giant Boban, and then it's just, it's like the length of him. Him dunking. He looks that like one freaking
1: time. Godzilla. Oh, that'd be so great. You can I'm see all here right for Boban. Oh, be so great. A good deal, multi-year deal, couple years on it. Uh, I'm, I'm all here for Boban in this locker room. Where is this locker gonna be? Do we get
0: Porzingis if Salah comes back? We have to get Porzingis, Salah, and Boban right next to each other, right?
1: I'm really curious on what locker goes beside if Sal- Salah and Luca been together. It's been it's been Jalen, Luca, Salah in the locker room. Their lockers next to each other. So I'm wondering. Does Boban if Luka's- take Salah's locker? <laughs> yeah. I don't know because yeah, well Salah is super big too, but it's right near the entrance. Can Bobon literally will he have space to move while everyone's coming in? <laughs> that will be that would be the task. But- oh man. Welcome to Dallas, Boban. We're so pumped to have you. We're also, there's there's definitely a chance that
0: he finds a new Toby, right?
1: Yeah, Luca. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're going to be funny together.
0: Luca and Boba?
1: Boba and Luca? <laughs> they're they're going to be about it. I think Luca will be pumped for it, too. He tweeted about him today, so. Did he? At least excited. Yeah, I thought so. Oh,
0: Where he retweeted. He retweeted a bunch of stuff. He re he tweeted okay. the eyes emoji before it happened. You can't.
1: All right, Luca, Luca, you can't be doing that, because I guess everybody's super pumped and excited, unless you know something, unless something's about to happen, that you can't tease <laughs> us like that.
0: And then he retweeted uh, Bobon's. Everybody has to go follow Bobon, by the way.
1: Oh, uh, one hundred percent. You can't. You have to be following Bobon. Yeah,
0: Luca retweeted Bobon, and then he retweeted NBA TV that said Bobon is going to the Dallas Mavericks. So he's he's very excited about it. Do we know if he, they've ever crossed paths before?
1: Uh, I have no clue. Man, I have to go back and look. tweet
0: us. I'm sure someone out there knows that follows EuroLeague better than us.
1: All right. There's some video of, like, Luca when he's, like, I don't know, eight in a ball and Bobon's working at cell phone <laughs> repair booth. Stop. Before we move on, uh, breaking
0: news. Isaac, are you ready for this? Are you being real? Absolutely real. From Jordan Schultz. Amari Stoudemire and Monte Ellis will work out privately for at least five NBA teams in Las Vegas.
1: See, I was kind of upset that Jordan tweeted this out because <laughs> the Mavericks have cap space, and I think this is part of one of their plans.
0: No, to bring Monte back?
1: No, I was just kidding. I was going to go with it. Oh, Why? sorry. You Dang, you really got it. me. We should have went with it, and then somebody could have. Yeah, actually? If somebody would have aggregated it, I would have died. Maverick's interested in bringing back Amari Stoudemire or Monte no, no, Ellis. You have to
0: make it Monte because that's what fans will get excited about. That's true, that's true. Man. Oh, we could have really.
1: Monte's fit next to Luca. Now, if you just plant him-
0: <laughs> Just keep on going down the whole path. Now, Monte and Seth Curry. Now, Steph Curry and Monte didn't work out together, but maybe Seth Curry and Monte can work. <laughs> <laughs> they're older now, you know, they're a lot more mature.
1: If the Lakers signed Amari who I just watched a little bit the other day in the big three and I I was laughing at, um, if they signed him or Monte, I would chuckle.
0: Be crazy. When's the last time Monte played like two years ago,
1: uh, organized or (laughs) in the Mavs practice facility for the Pacers.
0: (laughs) Oh man. All right, let's move on. Um, so we're still waiting for Kawhi. There's a Jabari young report. He says on the Kawhi front told he's not making a decision tonight and it may not be until a few days he and his reps are going through the process and taking their time before deciding the next move. Number,
1: uh, no two-year deals. Number two, no two-year deals have been discussed. The O.J. Simpson <laughs> saga today was remarkable.
0: Yeah, I was asleep they- during that. So if anyone, everybody was surprised that I wasn't tweeting. I was asleep.
1: I, and I was shocked. I was like texting you. You went and responded. Uh, you slept through the bobine thing. I did. And I was, I, I literally tweeted, I was like, emergency pod. I, I was halfway considering it just as like a fun uh, thing about it, but Nick was sleeping. So blame Nick. I took my wife to the airport
0: super early today. So I came back and fell asleep. <laughs> Sorry.
1: But the Kawhi thing, as it was unfolding, I was just like glued to Twitter. I'm like, "This is, uh, this is wild!" Because his plane landing, everybody freaking out, and the helicopters. How many and times do you think
0: ESPN played that B-roll of the the plane landing and then him getting out of the plane today? Probably like a thousand times.
1: Probably a thousand times. And the people outside the hotel and all that stuff. I tried to get a Nick. I, I tried to get Nick to admit that. He was at least worried today <laughs> that Kawhi would sign with the Raptors. He claims, "No, no, I'm not worried. whatever. This was. I mean, I felt all along. Everybody's been saying the Lakers. I felt like this was the first day in which there were people that was kind of, oh man, I'm, Toronto might I, have a
0: shot. At I've this. Never believed anyone said the late. Like anyone that said it's the Lakers, right? Like who's it been? It's been like like uh, Chris, Stephen A, Chris Broussard, Stephen A. Okay."
1: We have to, We I tweeted this out today, realistically, I need somebody to make a chart. Somebody needs to make a chart and says, and just put the media personalities and say, Michael Rappaport claimed the Lakers. Jalen Rose is on the Raptors. We got to have some Clippers. Kendrick Perkins is swip swapped about like, I don't know, 50,000 times now. So you got to, we got to have this and put that little Ari kid on something. Or whatever he's claiming.
0: Oh no, the the, the Ari kid, yeah.
1: That little Ari kid. Uh, where's Scout with Brian right now? What's he stand on this? Is he still alive? Uh, where you wouldn't know because he's Rashad... blocked. So, I know I've been blocked for a while. I'm kind of bummed about. It. I don't even. I don't even know. I, I want to know what his block list looks like. It's got to be pretty long. And have we seen Ari and Scout with Brian in the same room? <laughs> <laughs> but I just well, want like to look nothing like each other from their Twitter aves. So. That's true, but there's plenty of people that have Twitter avvies of cartoons, and we have no clue what they look oh, like. Oh, here's a video from
0: from Nick's Film School of Julius Randle knocking down 25 straight threes.
1: Oh, sign Let's me go. up. <laughs> Nick's, that's what they spent their money 20 on. 20 mil. Uh, anyway, we need this chart to where we know who can claim it. Yes. because I'm I'm so ready. This happens in Mavs media circles a lot and every media circle that things happen and that people want to circle back to it. I said this would happen. Look at this. Yes. And uh I want to see who else is going to try to claim it. If Kawhi goes to the Raptors, I will I will love Yes, I would love to see who tries to circle back sure. around on their prediction and be like, "Well, That's what I, I was said the Lakers, again. but you know, I, my gut. Like Kendrick Perkins today on the jump. To, i think this evening i guess they're running the jump like multiple times a day now
0: yeah i don't and i don't know what they're doing what their summer schedule is like right now they're either they're either running the jump or get up twice they're doing two days with the get up right now i
1: think so yeah i think the jump same thing because it just came out at eight o'clock tonight
0: or like summer league or like poker tournaments or i just saw like a weird like mma like demonstration it wasn't even mma it was like Here's how you do MMA. Like,
1: oh, okay. When poker comes on, that's my immediate. Hey, let's just turn the channel. Sorry, I can't get into. Pro- well, poker. it usually
0: comes on, and I'm not looking at the TV, and and then I'll probably like have accidentally watched it for an hour
1: because I'm not really looking at. him doing something else. That's true, uh, but Kendrick Perkins on the jump this this afternoon. He it, this was this was this is what I'm talking about. The prime example of him saying he j- he's already said that the Lakers in the front seat and all this stuff. Don't watch out for the Clippers, whatever. Perkins tonight. You know I've been saying Lakers all along, but if you go back to my original comment after the finals, that I said you've been saying that I said Toronto would be the place that he and I'm like, well, bro, you have said like four things since then. You can't now you're now you're gonna claim all of it. So like that's the type of uh, I the Kawhi stuffs just anybody when Chris Carter tweets out something. At this point, it's fair. I mean, everybody's going to tweet out. Somebody's an insider. I know, I mean, Jeff Gordon could be tweeting <laughs> out something and saying, hey, I know about Kawhi. And Ricky Bobby's coming back. Why do we have to take all these people seriously? Like, I don't understand. I would just like to take everybody back to
0: a simpler, to, a simpler time when Chris water. Carter was just a Hall of Fame wide receiver and when the the Clippers and Raptors would have no chance at a free agent going up against the Lakers, this the time that we're in right now is just it's incredible. Things have changed so much. <laughs> NFL wide receivers are tweeting out you know free agency updates that everyone believes just immediately. I know, the Clippers and Raptors are in it with the Lakers as a, with a big free agent. <laughs>
1: How much of this bull crap that Kawhi's sat back watching and is just laughing about See,
0: but. I don't know if Kawhi's seen anything because he doesn't he's he's eh, not he's online fine. and what is he watching on TV? I mean he just went to a, co- co- He co- just like went Ken on Burners. vacation.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They got ESPN at the hotel, maybe.
1: Well, we're all waiting on Kawhi because obviously the Danny Green shoe and Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't well. And it feels like at this point, I, I don't, Marcus
0: I, Morris too. Marquise signed with the Pistons, but it feels like Marcus Morris is yeah. waiting on the Kawhi thing too.
1: I'm super curious on what the Mavs fan base relationship would be will be with Danny Green's high school podcast buddy. If he <laughs> if doesn't he does come, sign here.
0: If he doesn't come, I, I'm I'm very nervous about what his mentions would look like.
1: Oh. Because uh, he is still having a lot of fun on Twitter. Beninskin Skin right
0: now, may have done so. him a disservice by exposing him to so many
1: people. <laughs> if he doesn't, if, no. if Danny
0: Green doesn't count, I feel like like people are mad already. Kirk was mad today at him, and I'm like, nothing has happened yet.
1: Kirk's always mad. That is
0: true. Kirk is way more <laughs> mad online than he is on the podcast, though. When he came on the podcast, he was so good and measured and said really good things, and I don't know what it is about <laughs> Twitter fingers.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm gonna ask him about that next time. All right. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Kevin Love thing real quick, and then let's get to the Southeast Division. All right, Isaac. So, Zach Lowe on the get-up today um, mentioned that... And this is different than what we've heard before from him and other people. Uh, before, we've heard that Kevin Love was not going to be traded, that the Cavs like to have, quote, an adult in the room. And... and um now, Zach Lowe said it's inevitable that Kevin Love will be traded or that they'll try to trade Kevin Love. So, the obvious one is Portland, but I feel like a lot of Mavs fans have been asking about a Kevin Love trade, for, I mean, for years. <laughs> for years. Yeah. This is the, like, the Porzingis. Can we get Kevin Love? You know, It's just a
1: guy that's available. What's your thought on the Kevin Love trade? Man, I, I like Kevin Love as a player and as a person, I thought he got the short end of the stick with the LeBron stuff in Cleveland. I just kind of felt bad for him that the blame, a lot of blame was put on him. Um, he is under this max contract in which Cleveland said, hey, we're going to give you this uh, massive contract to uh, stay with our team to so where you don't leave and all this. And, you know, this next season he makes 28.9. The season after that, all guaranteed money, 31.2, then 31.2, then 28.9. So he's under contract for the next four years. He's 30 years old right now. Uh, That obviously would take him to 34. Uh, He'll be making $28.9 million guaranteed uh, when he's 34 years old. And I like him. Um, Yeah, I like him as a player. I just, I would worry about his fit. I would understand it for a sense of, hey, we're going to swing for a bigger name because we missed out on some guys. And uh, I think it would come down to what the price tag would be. What Cleveland? I think Cleveland could probably get more than what Dallas uh, could offer. We just saw. I know Mike is a different, uh, different ball player than Kevin Love. But Mike Conley under contract for the next two years, making thirty million. I know it's just two years, and that Conley is probably, I would say, better right now than Kevin Love. Yes. But look at the package that Mike Conley, you know, got Memphis back. I know Cleveland's not probably not going to get that exact same type of con- or package back Mike well, the, the package for,
0: for Mike Conley. The package for Mike Conley was Crowder, Grayson Allen, Corver, and two firsts. So pretty much salary filler, a young player, Grayson Allen, not interesting to Isaac, uh, but maybe interesting to some other no. people, and then two firsts. So Kevin Love, maybe he gets the interesting players like... If the Mavs are going to try to throw together a, a trade, maybe throw like Courtney Lee into it. Maybe you do try to get off Tim Hardaway Jr. If they really want
1: to. See, I don't back. think. If I'm if I'm Cleveland, I'm not taking Tim Hardaway back. I think the only way. Just to see Tim Hardaway Jr. Th-
0: and Jordan Clarkson play together. That's what, that's what I want to see. <laughs> and, and Colin Sexton and Darius
1: Garland. I think the only way in which Dallas would have a shot at, if they wanted to, would be if Cleveland is canvassing the league they can't get first you know they can't get a few first for for Kevin Love or any of the packages that they are uh, at least talking to with teams across the league and they're bringing back like long term money with that if they're wanting to just can completely get off his contract completely the remaining 4 years you know basically 20 to 30 million dollars a year if they just want to get off that then I think the only type of package would be the Courtney Lee expiring, you know, three second round picks because Dallas can't really offer a first and all that. And then one of Justin Jackson or Jalen Brunson. And at that point, I mean, then you ask, I mean, I, I mass fans, what they want that. <laughs> and because why, first off, what, why would Cleveland do that? Well, one, you would get off the remaining money of, of Kevin love because Courtney Lee would just expire this year. You would get three second round picks out of it. And then, you know, a a young player in a Justin Jackson or Jalen Brunson is, I mean, it sounds crazy. Is that the most with all their guards? (laughs) Um, you know, you have to ask yourself: Is that all you can get for Kevin Love? You can't even get like first or a solid, you know, for you know, young, which Brunson's a solid young player. But Jackson
0: and Brunson are both solid young players. They're like, I mean, they're a step above your Grayson Allen, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, of course, in my mind, <laughs> uh, yeah. But so that's the. And, and you know in Dallas, why, why would you swing for it? The, I think the fit with KP would be a little different because if you bring a Kevin Love in, then basketball fit next to Luca, great. I mean he can space the floor, yeah. he rebounds. You know that you you love that. That would he's not going to come off the bench. And when you come to like stretch fours, any of the stretch fours that we've talked about, we talked about bringing in Gallinari. And we both said that we think if they brought in Galinari, he'd probably come off the bench because they want KP at the four. They want the rim rolling guy to five. If you bring in Kevin Love, he's got to start. And that point you're making KP your full time five with Powell, Bobon, those guys off the bench. I don't know if you want that full time, but. It might be something that they would, you know, just swing for it and say, "Hey, let's roll with it." But that's a lot of money to tie up to Kevin Love. A lot of people had the question marks about Al Horford. Who would you rather have the next four years at thirty million? Al Horford or Kevin Love? Al Horford. Yeah, I think I would too. Absolutely. So now, <laughs> Kevin Love does he, he brings the rebounding. If you really you know
0: really value rebounding and you think that
1: um, average eleven boards last year. Yeah,
0: and he's he's been so. a guy that's averaged like sixteen boards in his career before. Uh, he brings the shooting too, so you can you know stretch it out. Porzingis can still play. He wouldn't be that that rolling center that the Mavericks want, but you can still have Porzingis you know be able to do his thing in the in the lane and you do the, the Dirk stuff, to <laughs> do the Dirk four stuff uh, with Kevin yeah. Love stretching the floor. Uh, so you can do those kind of things. His his contract is not as bad as like it's not a super max, right? It's not like thirty five million dollars. It's like $28, twenty eight thirty, you know. So it is too big for what he's going to bring he's also super injury prone i mean <laughs> read an article about his injuries he's had like 22 different injuries in his career that's, that's yeah a lot. It, i mean he, he
1: he only played 22 games last year uh, 59 games the year before 60 games the year before that so uh he's missed a, a lot of games over the past over the past three seasons um an, another thing to uh, to bring out that too, if let's just say they did do Courtney Lee, Justin Jackson, like three second round picks, the money that would offset Courtney Lee and, and Justin Jackson right now would equal around fifteen million dollars. Kevin Love's under contract for that twenty eight point nine, so that would be about a that would take up about fourteen million of your cap space, therefore still leaving you around eight million dollars in cap. Uh, that you could still go out and spend on you know, something else, another wing, like a Marcus Morris or something like that if could. We bring up the Kevin Love thing to where I think if they miss out on Danny Green, you could see them. We don't know what plan B or plan C or any of those others look like after Danny Green. I don't Green. even know if we knew what s- plan A was.
0: Was plan A just to wait for Danny Green this whole time? <laughs> I don't
1: know. I think they got some signals of what – they knew what's going to happen at the beginning of free agency and, and all that stuff. But we don't think the Kevin thing, love thing is likely. I don't see Dallas pursuing that. Um, I think that plays into, well, the whole Al Horford thing and why they you know, might not have pushed really hard for Al Horford because the age and money and all that stuff. I think the same would be for Kevin love. Um, yeah, I just don't see it happening. We just decided to talk about it because a lot of people have tweeted about it and asked about it if that's possible. But, yeah, I mean, I don't see it. I, I Honestly, I think other teams would offer more than what Dallas has. Dallas just doesn't have the second-round picks. I mean, the first-round picks and some other things. And I, I just think somebody else could come calling and say, hey, we got a little bit better package than what Dallas could offer for it. Yes.
0: Uh, Portland seems to be the obvious one.
1: He would be a great fit in Portland too. Just a great fit. If
0: Utah guys. hadn't done the Bogdanovich thing, maybe them too. They were going after Gallinari.
1: Yeah, yeah, Utah for sure. But you know they're probably out. And I mean, you never know. Could my? I mean, would Miami try to you know, do it with Jimmy? You know, Jimmy Butler. Um, yeah. they have some random contracts through there. I mean, you just randomly go throughout the league. You just be too never bad know. With with Bam,
0: Bam and Love and Butler, Winslow. If you keep Winslow, and then. Well, you gotta trade something. You can trade the greatest sharpshooter in NBA history, Tyler Hero.
1: Oh, I thought you were to say Kelly Lennock. Former Mav great Kelly Linick. This is a
0: question that we'll we might hash out more tomorrow, but if the Mavs strike out on Danny Green, do they revisit the Drogic thing?
1: No comment. <laughs> I do not would. yeah, we'll just have to see. I mean, yeah, we'll just have to see with the Danny Green thing. I I and what options look like at that point. Drogic, Seth Curry, um any other, you know, deals across the table, trades that we're not thinking about. Would they just go the young flyer, you know, route at that point? Could we see, you know, a handful of deals to guys like, "Hey, here's a second round." Check Diallo. Here's a second round pick for Frank Nellikina. Here's whatever, you know, like those type of flyers. And then it's really just throwing in the white flag this, you know, this offseason. Or would they still try to go after, you know, via trade or Marcus Morris or whoever it is? But uh, I do want to say this. If they if they walk away, if there's a pathway for them to walk away with Danny Green and Marcus Morris and Seth Curry and Boban, and they, they come away with those four guys in free agency, Success. sign me up that's that's good like there's still routes for this offseason to to be positive and be good I know that's not the big names and I, I get that the optics and how this has looked does not look the best and is very frustrating I've been frustrated with you more than I typically am as a massive because I'm I am a homer and bias a lot I, I get that You've Been but.
0: frustrated with you and along with you
1: Yes, I've been frustrated at you, yeah. and but I've also been frustrated uh, with you too. So I get all of that. But it's okay to sit here and say, "Hey, I really like what they <laughs> what they did this offseason. If they walk away with Danny Green, Marcus Morris, Seth Boban, like that's solid, and bringing back Maxi and those guys, uh, that I would say that's a solid offseason, which you're bringing in role pieces to fit around your two uh, young superstars. So that's that's just a path. So we'll see." what actually happens with Danny Green. I
0: feel like the only way you get both of those guys is if Kawhi goes to the Lakers. I don't know.
1: Maybe we'll see. We'll see. see.
0: All right. um, Do you want to talk about the Southeast division?
1: I mean, if you're willing to go an extra long pod, I'm down.
0: How many, how many hour long pods have we done in a row? This is our streak. We can't break our streak already. Right. We
1: haven't, we haven't got yelled at yet.
0: Uh, with our numbers right now, we will not ever get yelled at.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. All right, let's go. Let's let's, let's do speak it. through some of it. I mean, this division this sucks. Division sucks. So you want to start with the sucks first?
0: Uh, wait, well, that's the whole division, right? No, man, the Charlotte Hornets are just. Ooh! I I have one friend that is a Charlotte fan. Poor poor went out for that. And guy. I was texting him today, and I was like, "Man, I feel for you. This is just. I mean." This is worse than the Mavs when, like, before Dennis Smith Jr., right? <laughs> like, you know?
1: Yeah. So bad. My, my, my whole thing with the Charlotte thing, what played into the Kemba thing, is they just didn't have that young guy. They didn't have the one guy that you put your hopes in. They didn't even have the SGA, like you mentioned the other day, or, you know, whoever it is. It's like waiting to take the franchise. back. backup and, plan. To, and I even saw uh, Ricky uh, Bunnell, you know, the beat writer there, he, him tweet out today that, P.J. Washington is, like, out right now, like, because of his, like, foot not uh, foot summer. injury. Oh, my God, dear Lord. Like, I mean, I, I think P.J. can be really good. But, I mean, literally, it's P.J. Monk, uh, Miles Bridges. Bridges. Like, th- those are, like, your three and young guys. And go Mavs,
0: who's coming to the Mavs next year.
1: Oh, love that guy. Uh, like, that's your, like, building blocks, and you don't even know what they are. Uh, so, that it's just, and then all their contracts and – Yes, they are definitely top three for... We're going to be in the running for Cole Anthony next year. Yes.
0: Uh, Terry Rozier is definitely going to make them. Oh,
1: snap. I forgot about that him. That contract, he... three
0: years, $58 million. He's going to be paid $18.4 million this next year. They're paying... I mean, they're paying close to like $100 million for Batum, Rozier, Biombo, and Marvin Williams.
1: He's going to be... Terry Rozier could be like the Trey Young for the Hornets. Hey, I'm gonna put up stats, but my team's gonna suck in the East. I don't. He, how much, how many stats be, is he, he gonna put
0: up if he's the only guy, the only option on offense?
1: I know that's my thing. Okay, he could be like Devin Booker light for the Charlotte. It's like, hey, I'm just gonna shoot the ball like I don't know 40 times a game and watch him average like 23 points a game, <laughs> but yet they have like you know less than 23 wins. Yeah. Okay, over over under. Terry Rozier's scoring average? Does the Hornets, Hornets have wins? <laughs> yes. Which number is higher next? I'll year? go wins. I'm going. So I Rozier's think he's like. I feel average. like
0: he's like 18 a game on like 40 percent shooting. Well, the Hornets win 18 games. Yeah, because you at least you at least have guys that try hard, and it's you know it's a pretty deep team with. Mm. It's a deep team with like C guys, right? Like
1: Michael K. gilchrist Yeah. I mean, Kid of course, might be, like, their third forward, right? Like, they might. Phoenix won 19 games last year. The Knicks won 17 games. If Rozier averages 20 a game, there's uh, there's a pathway that Charlotte wins less than 20. Yeah. When, when we do our full predictions and we hash out all the wins and
0: everything, that might, might be where I go with that. So, uh, let's not talk about that team anymore. Uh, the other team in yeah. that division that is just, I mean, if they didn't have Bradley Beal, this would literally be the worst roster. this this oh, might be with Bradley Beal, the worst roster in the NBA. Uh the Washington Wizards. They have John Walls gonna be out. Uh he might not be out the whole year because it seems like his injury is a little less severe than, you know, normal Achilles. Um, but still, I mean, when you say that word, you just immediately jump up. They have uh these are their top paid players. You ready for this? Beal mm-hmm. at twenty seven. Right, John Wall obviously at 38. This is the first year of his Supermax. Yamahimney at 15 million. Thomas Bryant, mm. they re signed. Who I like, Thomas Bryant, 7.7. 7. 7. It's a decent deal. Um, Ish Smith, 5.8. Dwight Howard. Ooh. Dwight Howard was on Pardon My Take this week, and I usually don't listen to them, but I, I turned it on for this. Dwight Howard, at one point in his life, had 40 snakes. He owned 40
1: snakes. I'm gonna refrain from any Dwight uh, Howard jokes. Is it is is
0: there a pet that is any more fitting for any like player right now than Dwight Howard having snakes? <laughs> Rui Hachimura, who's on a rookie contract, Troy Brown, Mo Wagner, Jordan McRae, and then Isaiah Thomas and Bonga. <laughs> and uh, Hachimura could be their second best player. I mean, who's gonna play three for them? I have who's no a wing players. on this team? They don't have any wings. This is wild. This team is so bad. The Clippers should go out right now and trade for Bradley Beal.
1: They have the assets. The thing is though, Who, if you're if, the
0: Wizards and you trade Bradley Beal, you better be getting some You better be getting like yeah. a pick this year and like, like three more. <laughs>
1: if you're
0: yeah, not but getting. the Clippers
1: have the assets. SGA, the Miami pick. I mean, they'll Sham in there. Like, why why not for why don't the Clippers do this? Because the free agent class next year sucks. If you do it right now, you might have an outsider. Like, you might have a shot. I mean, we don't know what Kawhi's leaning anyway. But talking about a late push of, hey, Kawhi, come to the Clippers.
0: This is why they don't do it. Because they don't have a GM right now. So can they make – I don't think they can make these huge – that would be a franchise-altering change. Like, that would be – you're literally saying we're throwing this season away. We're, we're, we're going the process Sixers if you trade Bradley Beal. Yeah. Right, and I don't know, if you, if you don't have a GM...
1: There's no way on God's green earth Bradley Bill's going to stay at the end of that contract, so... At this point. The longer you wait, the more his value goes down, and the Clippers have that. And if the Clippers, you make the push for him, you have the assets to probably do it. Try to do it now to get Kawhi to be like, holy crap, I should go there. And if Kawhi doesn't go, you get your star anyway because there's there's no free agents, you know, free agents next year.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, this... San Diego news reporter just tweeted this out. You ready for this? Everyone's glued to their feeds waiting for Kawhi news to break. San Diego state coaching staff wasn't even positive he was coming until he showed up to his first day of summer school classes. They couldn't reach him for
1: weeks. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Classic Kawhi. I love it. (laughs)
0: That is so funny.
1: Until he signs the Lakers, now I don't love it. Anyway, I'm done talking about Washington. No, until he
0: goes to like some random team that we're like, what? There's a trade. Like they traded him. Can
1: can we address that there are Mavs fans that are trying to say that Dallas has a shot right now?
0: I feel like most of them, it's laced in so much sarcasm that you just can't even.
1: Okay, well, let's just leave it at that, then. That's what, that's what I...
0: All the people that have mentioned it to me, I feel like I've been laced in so much sarcasm. You're like, that has to be sarcastic because it doesn't make sense. Anyway, the Wizards are going to be terrible. I appreciate the optimism. But, the Wizards are going to be terrible. Yeah. Beal's going to average like 30 points a
1: game. Yeah, sure. Poor Beal, Beal for
0: scoring, scoring champ next year. Or does he not have enough good players? To-
1: no, he's just going to get triple team.
0: Um, the Atlanta Hawks have done weird things. They now currently hmm. employ Chandler Parsons. <laughs> How long, they Playoff will, bound now. how long they will employ Chandler Parsons, we don't know. But they traded. Uh, they've now moved all their their expiring contracts around. They now have Parsons, Turner, and Alan Crabb, three of the highest-paid ridiculous contracts from 2016. Their next highest-paid player is their rookie, DeAndre Hunter, who's not even technically on their roster yet.
1: Who I freaking love. No, I mean, Atlanta has an outside shot at one of those last spots in the East this year if everything clicks right. If sure, they're yeah. if DeAndre, I mean we we were both fans of DeAndre Hunter. I love DeAndre Hunter, and I think he is one of those guys that can step in day one and be a contributor. What does the second year look like for Trey Young, Kevin Herder? You know these guys. What can you? What the heck do you get out of Cam Reddish this year? Is it going to yeah. be a learning curve? Cam year? Reddish or not even playing just,
0: summer league, by the way.
1: That's a bummer. I he, I wish you could see him, but you know that's the we don't they're going to be super young. I think they might be a trendy pick for some people out there to push to put them in the playoffs. I'm not there yet. Trey Young is really really good and I think he'll have a solid season, but yeah, I mean, Parsons is literally going to give them nothing. And then you have, you know, Evan Turner, Crab coming off the bench some, I guess, but they're just still super young and I think it'll be just another season of them just growing as a super young team. They'll be fun to watch. I think they'll be a fun like league pass team maybe.
0: Yeah, for like 3 weeks until we realize like man, this is really, you know, 5 20-year-olds trying to figure out how to play NBA basketball.
1: Yes. Shout out to Melvin Hunt holding it down with Lloyd Pierce's coaching staff in Atlanta. Love Melvin. They're
0: definitely interesting. They're more interesting than those other two teams for sure. And then uh, they're sure. set up to have I mean, right now oh. via via com,
1: Max Cap space next summer,
0: eighty three point eight million dollars.
1: I mean, I don't know who you're gonna, you know, spend it on, but they have a ton of roster flexibility because of those expiring contracts. Yes. These are expiring contracts they have. Parsons at twenty five, Evan Turner, eighteen point six, Crab at eighteen point five. All of those are expiring contracts. That is absolutely insane. That's what fifty million dollars and I mean more than that. Well, yeah, it's more than that. An expi- expiring contract—it's like sixty million in, in expiring contracts. So, they have the flexibility to go out there and get somebody else. They could, you know, get a bigger contract. They got a couple of young guys. If the next big guy that comes free, that or is like forcing his way out, if they want to make a Bradley Bill push, they very well could. If Devin Booker gets pissed, and because they're in the lottery team again, they're a team that could push for. It. You know, they they have the assets that they could, you know, push for any of these next big names that come open.
0: Man, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do or what their big plan is. It'll probably just be to add random players that aren't that good. Um, the Orlando Magic, they made some interesting moves. They re-signed Vooch for four years, $100 million. They re-signed Terrence Ross for four years, $54 million. They brought back Michael Carter-Williams because he has long arms. And they also brought back, or they brought in Al Farouk Aminu, three years, $29 mm-hmm. million. Uh, weird deal to me. I put it in as one of my, uh, deals that not a lot of people are talking, not enough people are talking about in my, my video I just did for free Dawkins and not a lot of people are talking about it because it doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) Last year, Isaac, um, Isaac, uh, oh my gosh, Jonathan Isaac. I almost said Isaac, Jonathan, Jonathan, Isaac, and Aaron Gordon literally played like 90% of the, the magic's minutes at the four. Like All the available minutes for the Magic at the four was taken up by Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac. Bringing in Aminu, who has been a four. uh, Maybe miscast a little bit as a four for Portland because they didn't really have any. But he's been good in that role. And now they're going to slide him down to three, I guess. But they also have, like Terrence Ross is kind of a three. They'll have to push him down to two, I guess. And Aaron Gordon starts at three. So he plays a lot of minutes there. And they got Wesley Awundu, who they kind of liked last year. who was doing some good things. And now they're just bringing in Aminu as your backup three. It's it's a very weird deal to me.
1: Yeah, I don't really get it. Uh, this is my one of my prime teams to where, if Golden State entertains Daniel Russell yeah. trades midseason, that Aaron Gordon, some of these guys, because like if you look in a vacuum, like Aminu and Vucevic, solid front court, good veteran front court, that would be probably a decent playoff front court. But then you're just totally skipping over all of your young guys and Gordon, Jonathan, Isaac, Bamba. Like these are the guys that are coming off the bench. <laughs> I mean, I I just don't. I mean, Jonathan Isaac. We think he's better suited at the four, but he's going to be playing at the three. It looks too – so. Well, I think
0: they'll they'll, as, they'll keep the lineup they had. They'll keep the the DJ Augustine, Fournier, Gordon, Isaac, Vooch lineup. That I think that's their starting five. So that's why I'm saying Ross.
1: they, they paid. 48,
0: for- yeah, 48. Yeah, at the two. Yeah. So they bring in Aminu off the bench. they bring in Bomba, I guess, off the bench. Um, Markel Foltz? I don't know what we're going to do with Markel Foltz.
1: No clue. When, and then, you know, they spent their first-round pick on Chumo Okiki. Yes, on their wing. But ok- Okiki is recovering from the ACL injury. He'll be back at some point probably later in the season. But he's another Ford who can play the three and the four. So, at some point you want to say Orlando's going to cash in on some of the front court players and get a guard, but we just don't know when or if that'll ever happen. Yeah. Coming soon.
0: Our fake D'Angelo Russell to Orlando trades at some time. Yes. <laughs> what
1: I mean, are they back in the playoffs this year? Yes.
0: I, yeah. Especially if Kawhi goes to the,
1: I mean, I don't know if they're a lock though. I
0: don't think they're a lock, but they're back in the picture
1: for sure. Yeah, they're back in the picture. Yeah, we'll just leave it at
0: that. You got your young guys getting better. Bomba just put on 20 pounds of muscle.
1: Yeah, Bamba's up 2-4. I, I can't wait to see him in Summer League. I hope he does good. I really like him. I, I, just putting that much faith again in DJ Augustine worries me some. If I'm They have, better.
0: like, three guards on their roster, counting, yes. counting Markel. Okay, and the last team, the Miami Heat. They made the trade for Jimmy Butler. They tried to swindle the Mavs and get them to take on um, – Kelly Olynyk and Derek Jones Jr. I'm so
1: relieved that that didn't happen. Very
0: glad that was very frustrating. a Couple minutes <laughs>
1: for now. Watch Dallas miss on Danny Green and then called Miami back for Olynyk. Anyway, they got good. Boban.
0: Sorry. <laughs> um, so now they, their starting lineup is kind of weird. Now uh,
1: I guess they go. Dro- I actually don't mind it. I guess though.
0: they go Drogic, Winslow, Butler, and then uh, you go Bam, and then who plays the who plays the four? James Johnson, I guess. Him or Lenox. That's it. that's an interesting defensive lineup that doesn't really make sense on offense, but uh, who do you have as who do you have his shooters? Drogic kind of butler. Winslow's not really a shooter. James Johnson's yeah, not you really a shooter. Bam's not a shooter. Jimmy Butler's
1: Yeah, but Bam's your energy rolling center. Yeah. And you put a Linick out there as a four to stretch the you know, stretch the floor, or you can go defense and have James Johnson. But then most of your offense is going to roll through Dragic and Jimmy Butler, who are pretty dang good offensive players. I think it's a I think I it's the playoff team. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it, especially with Spolstra. I don't, I don't think they're done either. I think that they have another trade up their sleeve with one or you know a couple of these guys. They're probably going to stretch the Ryan Anderson contract. Can they find somebody else to take? You know, can they flip some of these guys for? Oh, Myers Leonard. Yeah, you mentioned him. He could be your. I didn't. A guy who can stretch the floor too. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> off the bench, ready for this? Myers Leonard, Kelly Olynyk, Tyler Hero, Ryan Anderson. I guess if his contract gets guaranteed. Uh, oh, Tyler Hero. Yeah, there's your there's a shooter too. So you, they have they have three white shooters coming off the bench.
1: <laughs> who did I just say a little bit ago? Who were he we saying Miami could swing for? Kevin Love. That'd be an interesting yeah. fit, yeah. Because Justice Justice Winslow doesn't really fit with this team now. So what could you turn Justice Winslow? Because Winslow, they were like trying to make a point guard last year. And if you're rolling with you know, Dragic, either you get rid of Dragic or you roll with Justice Winslow as your point guard next to Jimmy Butler.
0: Yeah, yeah, it feels like one or the other. Either Yeah. Interesting.
1: But I, yeah, I still think they have another trade up their sleeve and I don't think they get I, rid of I would Winslow, watch a,
0: though, unless it's for like Kevin Love.
1: Yeah, but they—I mean—if they, I mean, they could—if they could swing, you know, Justice Winslow and I don't know whatever else, Justice Winslow, Myers, just cap, Leonard, really, right? I mean, yeah, Justice Winslow, Myers, Leonard, first round pick and something else for Love, and they walked away with Jimmy Butler, Kevin Love, Drogic, Bam. All, I mean, that's definitely a playoff. Is sent Waiters that point. back. <laughs> I'm curious on who takes Waiters.
0: Waiters, I mean, he's been in Miami, so this might be the year he comes out and falls
1: out. I got to be careful what I say about players because there's literally no telling who, what Dallas could swing for with their cap space, and then that player's going to be on Dallas, and I'm like, oh, cool, I just said something about them. Yikes.
0: All right, there you go. That's our thoughts. We hope you appreciate it. And, uh, man, we've had a, a crazy week. Uh, we had the best 10-day stretch we've ever had on Lockdown Maps.
1: That is 100%. So
0: we are very grateful and thankful, and we're just going to keep cranking out pods until the free agency thing is over and then through summer league, I guess. So guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Maps. Boba. 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 Peace out.